So do you have to get a certificate of insurance for? Yes, as they requested, yes. Okay. Each, each job has to have a C. Each uh, job. Yeah, has to have a COI. <laughs> nice. All right. So, Jeff Spencer, we were talking about the different types of insurance you might need, different types of bid or bonds you might need. And one of the things we were talking about is, you know, just insurance for a project. Um, you know, where do you go to get this insurance for your construction company? You go to Allstate? No. Farm Bureau? <clears throat> no. You, you've got to find, you know, someone that's into industrial and construction, you know, coverage. Uh, there's a lot of insurance companies out there, a lot of them are national insurance companies, but there's also locals you can find that will insurance, uh, you know, insure a construction project. Uh, you know, most standard around here is like, you know, a million dollars uh, coverage mm -hmm. uh, for accidental and, and property damage. Uh, but yeah, you know, you have to include those and most of the time we include them in our overhead. Because we have percentage every year, you know, to our insurance company, mm -hmm. so it's easier on us just to keep track of it and, and roll it into our overhead as a per per job uh, expense. Uh, and so, when you have insurance, what's what's the name of that document you get? A COI. COI, certificate of insurance. Yeah. Certificate of insurance. Yes. And this certificate of insurance is something that is honored for each of your employees on the job site? No, it's, it's with any, any, anyone that works for the company that I work for that steps foot on that project is covered under the, the blanket COI. Uh, of course, you know, they're all covered by workman's comp as well, you know. Yeah. But uh, this particular insurance, you know, is for each individual job, each individual, individual project. It has to be, you know, when you issue that COI, your insurance company has to list or label the GC you're working for, and sometimes you got to add another GC as additional covered, depending on you know who's the actual owner or or uh, major GC you know is putting on the project. Uh, us as a sub, you know, we may be like a two or three tier uh, sub under the the initial uh, GC, mm -hmm. but they require everyone to carry their own insurance. Uh, Every once in a while, you know, you hit a, a special situation where this particular project may, you know, require $2 million coverage. Mm -hmm. uh, the conditions may not be as favorable right, or right. the it's project's not, bigger. Just, it's just they want that, you know, coverage, you know, just in case, you know, they make sure everything is covered mm -hmm. for, you know, it, it could possibly pay off, you know, the majority of the project if something goes wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, but in certain instances, instances, you have to allow for that in your, your pre-bid uh, calculations. You know, you need to add, you know, for that extra cost for that initial, you know, stipulated insurance with extra coverage. Now, is that something that's generally covered in the original bid request that goes out? Yes. <clears throat> yeah, that, they'll give, you know, a uh, form, you know, about what all is required, you know, what the insurance, you know, coverage is going to be required. So if you, if you read your documentation that's provided to you, you know, you'll know up front if it's going to be, a, you know, an additional charge on insurance coverage. Mm -hmm. Now, would it, you know, so when I think of insurance, you know, I've got homeowner's insurance, car insurance, you know, 
obviously injuries would be covering like medical expenses on that site and right. you got your workman's comp for right. if it puts them out of work for an extended period of time what about if uh, I don't know, a tornado blows through the job site while you're working on it no a lot, a lot, you know a lot of times those stuff are unforeseen or a natural cause and then at that point you know it's uh, uh, to where you, you, you could receive additional payment, you know, as far as like a change order or something goes. Uh, if it's damaged to the property or equipment, uh, then your insurance company should cover that. But if it's like damaged something that, that is going to uh, affect your scope of work, at that point, you know, you may be able to get a change order because it was something unforeseen, you know, that Mother Nature done that changed the aspect of, of your scope of work. And so I guess that, like maybe the the buyer or the property owner at that point, maybe they have their own insurance. Right, and then they have to cover the additional cost. Yeah, okay. Right. So if you came along with a change order, yeah, they have to deal with it on, right. their, end, on their end. But hopefully they've done their due diligence exactly. and have that, yeah. you know, in case there were to be some act of God or whatnot. Right. Okay. All right, Jeff Spencer. And how much, you know, the, the, are the insurance costs? Um, like if you're a smaller contractor, you know, is it based on the amount of work that you have upcoming? Is it amount of, amount of work you've done in the past? Or I, I really can't say, you know, as far as like a bid bond goes or, you know, PMP bond, I can, you know, give you a rough idea because it's based on percentages, but as a regular COI or regular, you know, coverage because we roll it into our overhead uh, and it's based off percentage, you know, versus each job. Mm-hmm. I really can't answer that, you know, to, to yeah. give you a clear answer. So do you have to get a certificate of insurance for... Yes, as they requested, yes. Okay. Each, each job has to have a C Each uh, job yeah, has, to. has to have a COI. Okay. Great information, Jeff Spencer. All Appreciate right, your time, sir. Yeah, man. Thanks for joining us here. Hit that like button, share button. What's the name of your application again? Profit Dig. Uh -huh. <laughs> ProfitDig.com. Check us out. <laughs>